0: India Cover Story podcast series in association with TheIndicast.com. My name is Abhishek and uh, this issue's cover package is an investment special which talks about uh, the various avenues uh, that we can consider to park our savings and hope for a decent return because these are not regular times. The context is a slowing economy and the global coronavirus scare. Joining me on the talk is Salil Panchal. Hi, Salil. Nice to have you.
1: Hi. Hi, Abhishek.
0: Salil, in your story that introduces the package, you start off with the title, Panic and Pain, alluding to the unscheduled interest rate cut by the Federal Reserve last month to support a slowing economy. And then, of course, you have the COVID-19. The global economy has suffered big time, so not very encouraging times then.
1: You could say that, that, um, you know, in in, in terms of... uh... Uh, you know, investment, this is not really the time that people would want to think about where their money should be parked. There's a flip side. This is probably the best time to start thinking of where to park your money. You know, whatever had to go wrong has really all gone wrong. You, you could talk about a scenario where, you know, the global economy is definitely undergoing a slowdown. We've been seeing that over the last more than a year. Domestic consumption, very, very low. India is still uh, looking at seven-year lows in terms of its uh, GDP growth and then you have, you know, the coronavirus breakout, Mm -hmm. extremely uncertain times and considering that all asset classes are are correcting, then it makes all the more sense really where you're going to put your money.
0: This time around, because this has emanated in China, which you write contributes to 15% of the world's GDP. Uh, is the impact that much more you know, grave as compared to back in the uh, mid-2000s when uh, it was hit by SARS? At the time, China contributed just 4% of the world's GDP.
1: Experts that we were speaking to point this out as a very real concern. You know, The fact that you have on one side, it's not just China. Of course, China is there. But you have, you have to take the mix of China, South Korea and Japan, which have extremely strong supply chain linkages. And when you look at all the three economies getting disrupted in a major way, then really we are talking about big numbers. You know, you're talking about products across the globe, uh, which either would get hit by, you know, lack of exports or these, these economies not importing anymore. You are talking about a situation which is getting disrupted a lot more than it was in SARS. And also the supply chain linkages were not so strong. So, yes, it it, it seemed to be a concern at that time. The fact that social media today is so strong, internet has a first, you know, it's across the globe virtually. All of that makes news uh, travel faster. So, so really, coronavirus, the global economy, all of this, you know, even factors like the central banks across the globe taking action. All of this means that investors are aware on a day-to-day basis really what's happening across the globe, and uh, which is where it makes coronavirus all the more deadly, you know.
0: Right. And also the stock markets from uh, everywhere have tanked. So during these times, where is it that uh, the retail investor should park uh, his or her savings? In a time when uh, the interest rates in India are low, uh, what is it that w- would be a prudent thing to do?
1: Well, what we're trying to um, you know, bring across uh, in our cover story and, and in the entire investment special, is two, three strong themes. You know, one is that be ready for more pain. Uh, I I think investors have to understand that, that you could very well see a scenario where there could be more pain ahead, both in terms of economic slowdown, volatility in uh, equities and the coronavirus outbreak, the impact of that. In that scenario, investors need to stay calm also. Every emergency situation has shown that investors tend to either pull out of equities and, and stay strong in cash in the bank account, the bank deposit, or look at, uh, you know, some kind of a government security or any kind of uh, debt instrument. But, but as you said, in a scenario where uh, interest rates are low, uh, the debt, debt instrument is not going to give you too much. So typically then uh, your money does go back into gold. And that's what we have already seen. Uh, you know, our story does talk about that very strongly, that, that gold has already seen a, a 10% jump this year, year to date in the Mumbai markets. And it's quite likely to escalate even more.
0: Uh, gold prices in India are strongly linked with the international gold prices, which are at a near seven-year high. Today, I think, Salil, you, you also write how people can pick small quantities of digital gold online.
1: So there are companies we have spoken to with which sell this gold. If you buy this gold in a physical form, the gold is stored in a, in a locker, actually. But the process of buying takes place digitally. It's, it's very unique. You know, what happens is unlike, you know, when you buy gold uh, in the form of jewelry uh, at jewelry demand, it is price elastic. So typically what I mean here is that, you know, as prices go up, you know, the demand and the, and the quantum of gold that you buy goes down. That's typically our, our you know, the, the, the behavior of the average Indian and Asian. But in this case, when we talk about gold as an investment, as the price goes up, uh, people tend to buy more. It's like stock, you know, they start believing that yes, you know, gold will see further appreciation. So let me buy it now, let me buy more. And then they sell it at a higher price. So in that case, what we have seen, and, and this is a point also which we have, you know, raised in one of our other stories, which talks about SIPs. You know, the entire two months now of uncertainty, what it has thrown up oddly, is uh in a certain amount of maturity. You know, what we have seen is that SIP volumes have been going up regardless of the volatility. And that is something that investors should keep in mind. Uh, But what we have seen over the last two to three years is that, you know, inflows through SIPs have grown by an average of 1,000 crore in the last three years. So from 6,000 crore per month in 2017, they are now 8,000 crore in 2019.
0: And today you also have uh, avenues that weren't present about a decade ago, or at least it it, it is far more easier to, uh, let's say, invest money in overseas stocks where one rule allows you to have $250,000 per person per year and you have platforms that allow you to quickly purchase stocks which which wasn't really the case of you until a few years ago.
1: Yes, there are several platforms which offer you this process. The, the advantage is really that you know today's investors are definitely keeping a closer look at really what's happening in the US. We are talking right now mostly of the US and and of course uh some of the uh, equities in uh, UK. And the fact that, you know, there's more transparency, the fact that there's there's a certain amount of confidence that uh, uh, the SEC would offer, you know, in terms of uh, governance of these stocks and, and the kind of management that, that corporates have. It gives investors, a particular set of investors, like, a lot of confidence. You know, they, they feel that, okay, I may not want to invest in uh, Indian equities, which, which have not offered them great returns, but I could do it... Um, you know I could do it through uh, index funds or I could do it through uh, through some of these uh, other platforms and And the advantage is that really you know you, you are looking at a at a phase when you know US has seen phenomenal returns in terms of the stock markets you know in recent times. it being one of its finest phases even in terms of uh, you know job opportunities. So so really the economy in those terms as far as. US is concerned, couldn't have been better. Those are things which uh, investors will start looking at.
0: Otherwise, we need to keep our eyes open to opportunities that might not just be in India. And also, as you mentioned previously in the podcast, it, you could also look at it as an opportunity to invest. And uh, one uh, statistic that uh, backs it up is that of uh, a study by ICICI Direct that you write about, where on six out of nine occasions when the market had corrected by more than 10%, all the losses were recouped within the subsequent two months, which is rather reassuring.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so even when you look at the, the opportunity that it provides you today mm-hmm. uh, in terms of extreme uncertainty, extreme volatility, nervousness about where will U.S. stocks go or where will emerging economies go and how much will coronavirus impact uh, yeah. economies in, in this entire scenario, you will find that, uh, you know, surprisingly, you know, the stock markets do rebound quickly. And that's something that we saw post the Lehman collapse, you know, mm-hmm. and, and the global meltdown in 2008. Those who stayed invested over a period in 2009 have probably reaped the best returns. It's something that even regular SIP investors talk about, mm-hmm. you know, that if they had stayed invested, you know, right through from 2009 onwards, uh, their returns would have been much smarter. It's, it's something which uh, goes back to that underlying theme of uh, staying invested, not panicking. And obviously looking at, you know, stocks which have or companies which have uh, strong governance, uh, a balance sheet, which is not uh, too debt laden and a good uh, business model.
0: And on that, it's not so much doom and gloom note. Uh, it's time to wrap wrap it up. So thank, thank you very much uh, for your thank you, podcast. Thanks, Thanks. Sathya. And all you listeners, you can get this podcast on ForbesIndia.com and on iTunes. And to have someone call you for a Forbes India subscription. Message Forbes to 51818.